Hello everyone, welcome to episode 27 of Manage the Wild. I'm Nick Madsen. Today we're going to be talking about habitat. I know it gets boring when we don't talk about animals, but animals need places to eat. They need places to sleep. They need places to feel safe. Habitat's important. When I first came into wildlife, I remember we were meeting with a bunch of professionals and there was a guy from the habitat section there and he was asking kids, uh, who who wants to be involved with wildlife and every one of us raised our hand who wants to work in habitat because all we thought he did was build fences and nobody raised our nobody raised their hand i didn't raise my hand i don't want to work building fences and he said well you're missing a key component to wildlife because all wildlife need habitat and if you can understand habitat then you can understand wildlife in researching for this topic, I reached out to a buddy of mine who's in wildlife. I got on the state's plan for elk management to see how they modeled uh, habitat for elk when they set up their state plans. And the plan that I came across was a little bit older, but they were stating or citing data from the 30s, 1930. There was data from the 60s they were pulling from to help with their habitat. And I was thinking, man, there's got to be a better way. So I reached out to him and I said, how do they do it? And he wrote back, said when they first started, they would find the presence of an animal and then they would draw a big circle around it. And that made excellent habitat for elk because obviously they found one. So the entire area around that was obviously going to work for habitat. Well, as you know, that's not a very good plan because in the middle of that, there could be houses, cities, small towns, there's roads. So obviously not all of that is very good habitat. So what do wildlife managers and biologists use now? Well, now technology has come along, and they can use radio collars, uh, GPS units, and there's all these different ways of detecting what is good habitat. Well, researchers have also gone in a different direction. Uh, instead of just using the electronics, they looked at the nutritional facts. Uh, what are elk eating? How much nutrition are they pulling from that and where would you find that and they used a bunch of fecal samples and a bunch of other different sampling methods the study took place up in oregon and washington but i think it's applicable to everything else um, though their habitat is different where i live you can still use the same type of thing to look at where the habitat's going to be the best and where where it can be found so they, they came across and they used quite a few different models, testing all the models to see you know, which one was going to be the best. And of their sites, um, they had over 300 sites that they tested from, and they just pulled a bunch of different things. They developed an acronym. I'd never heard it before, but it's called Dietary Digestible Energy, or DDE. And the higher amount of digestible energy they take, the elk preferred. And so they were looking at the highest amount of digestible energy available, but they also found a couple other things, and they call them covarities, and how well they fit together in this model. And the model was called 
the regional habitat. And it seemed to be the best one to identify the areas that elk were using in the habitat. So the four covarities were DDE, dietary digestible energy, distance to the nearest road, to motorized use by public. So if it was a heavily used road, the further to the distance from that road, the better off. Also the distance to cover and forage edge. So the edge of tree lines or whatever cover. And then also the slope. Basically how steep was the terrain. The gentler the slope, the better it was for them. So once it was all mapped out, they could see the areas that had the highest DDE. They could see the areas that were furthest from the public as well as water. And then they could look at the slope and all of these things contribute into the highest concentration of elk habitat where elk congregated in these areas. And then from there it became lower and lower and lower quality. So when there is an elk unit, they still kind of draw a circle. They outline the entire area of where they're managing elk. And then they look at the available habitat using GPS collars, but also these studies from college students who are up and coming, as well as professors, as well as studies of their own within the division to determine the best quality habitat and how much habitat can support and sustain an elk population. All right. Thanks. Stay wild. Have a great day.